Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Quipster Film Review Podcast. My name is Vince Leo. I am the author of the film review website, quipster.net. You can find this review along with many, many others at that website, qwipster.net. For this review, we're going to look at Clouds of Sils Maria. It's a film that was released in 2014, currently making the rounds in 2015 uh, in a limited fashion in theaters in the United States. It's a drama that is uh, rated R for dialogue and sexual content, and it stars Juliette Binoche, Kristen Stewart, and Chloe Grace Moretz. It's written and directed by Olivier Assayas. Juliette Binoche stars in Clouds of Sils Maria as an internationally famous actress named Maria Enders. We meet her on a trip to Zurich, Switzerland, along with uh, her handy and very trustworthy personal assistant and confidant named Valentine, who is played by Kristen Stewart, in tow. Uh, Maria has been asked to accept a major career tribute award on behalf of Wilhelm Melchior, who is the uh, the playwright and screenwriter who gave Maria a big break early on and also was rumored to have been romantically entangled with her in an affair. En route, uh, Maria receives word that Wilhelm has died and that derails the spirit of the speech she had been preparing, but the award ceremony will continue on in his honor despite it. Now, meanwhile, uh, during her time there in Switzerland, Maria is approached by a very respected young director who is looking to cast her in a juicy role. Uh, but that role is a play by Wilhelm and happens to be the very play that brought Maria fame early in her career, Maloya Snake. Now, only the only difference is this time, Maria is slated to play the older romantic counterpart to the young seductress that she had played in the original production. And, you know, this is a film that doesn't have a, a very structured plot, so there's m a lot more nuance to the description than I am reading there. Now, it's set in large part in the a the beautiful nook of the French Alps where the title gets its name, uh, Sils Maria. And Sils, the clouds of Sils Maria has famous characters but subtle ideas to the point where many viewers of this film may find its thematic intent to be somewhat elusive. Uh, it's a movie more about its characters than its plot. It's about the roles that people play and the roles that change as one gets older in life and more entrenched in standing, as well as what's at stake when you achieve greater heights on the ladder to the top of your profession. The film is also about uh, how the past of one's irreverent youth often comes back to haunt one's present in many ways that we may not be prepared to accept, especially when it comes to the complication of romantic entanglements that have lingered far beyond their fruitful time in the sun. The film has incredibly strong performances by Juliette Binoche, who reportedly pitched the original idea of this movie to Asayas, and Kristen Stewart, 
and who would go on herself, Stewart, would go on to be the second American actress to ever be nominated for the César Award in France. It's kind of like the Oscars of uh, French cinema. And she would be go on to become the first American actress to actually win the award. Only one other American actor has won the award, and that is Adrienne Brody. Uh, so it is quite an honor for her to receive it. She is fantastic in this film. I can't deny uh, her that she deserves uh, some accolades for it. Now, the best actors are not ones who successfully deliver grandiloquent orations necessarily, but rather those actors who tell you so much more through a look or a glance or a furrowed brow saying far more when they're saying nothing at all. And these actresses, as far as that goes, are certainly rank among the best working today. And uh, it is, it's, it's a treat if you really enjoy the work of these two actresses or just really love acting in general. Uh, the two leads play their parts on multiple levels at once as Val, or Valentine, assists Maria in running through her difficult lines from the script, though the way that the film bounces back and forth between the written dialogue of their script and their actual conversation that goes on between the reading is sometimes difficult to detect because some of the sexual politics between the fictional lovers in the play that they're reading from seems to be remarking upon the one that has no dialogue whatsoever from the women who are reading the lines because neither of the participants dare to bring it up. Clouds of Sills Maria is rife with ambiguity and also connections that aren't always drawn very ostentatiously, but which also makes it absorbing and rich underneath the story that is anything but pat. It's fitting for a film about the value of things assessed wholly in the way each person, person chooses to interpret them to be something that will run the gamut of interpretations among those who view it. So this will especially be true about several story threads that are left intentionally unresolved to us as viewers, though those viewers who are confused might also have missed a few of the parallels drawn forth earlier. It's a very uh, intentional script. Nothing is cut out or put in unless it has some sort of deeper meaning to Asias. So while some people might find it boring... Others will find it fascinating. Some may find it aimless. Others will think it's very acute. How much you come away from Clouds of Sils Maria will precisely be governed by the same reasoning attributed to the main characters themselves in the construct of this film and how they react to the various roles that they're asked to play themselves, both in public and in private. I'm giving Clouds of Sills Maria three and a half stars, which by my scale means it is a good film. I do recommend it, especially if you enjoy really good acting, and especially if you want to see two actors on the level of Binoche and Stewart, who often gets derided somewhat for her appearance in Twilight, but she has been doing fantastic work of late, especially in films like this one and in Still Alice. She proves that she has the chops to continue on well beyond her own experience in blockbusters. So I hope that you enjoy the review and I hope that you do enjoy the movie if you choose to see it. 
I welcome you to leave a review of this podcast on iTunes. It will definitely help me achieve an audience if you do. And uh, I also encourage you to click the subscribe button if you like what you hear. I will continue to bring you some of the latest in the films, not only blockbusters, but also independent films like this and foreign films. This is a French-produced film. So if you do enjoy the show and you want to encourage not only me uh, that that you like the show and you want to, to give me some feedback, I would greatly appreciate it as well. Um, so if you subscribe or you tell a friend or you just want to send me an email, you can write to me at quipster at gmail.com, Q-W-I-P-S-T-E-R, or you can even just pay a visit to my website. I have over 3,500 reviews that you can read everywhere from brand new releases all the way back to classics of cinema. So I hope that you enjoy the show, and until next time, have fun at the movies.